This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Good It's All Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. I'm so incredibly sick of these audio issues. Like, I have changed so much about this. Effectively, it's a whole new laptop. It's, I don't know what to do at this point. And uh, a friend of mine said to me yesterday, uh, I think it was yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I was like, just get a Mac. And you know what? think I'm going to have to do it. I think I'm just going to have to get a Mac. Um, and that is the only way that we are going to solve things. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. But um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. For those listening on audio platforms, you missed a slight uh, technical issue as we began the show. Um, but let's just forget that that first minute even happened but thank you so much for tuning in i really do genuinely appreciate it and uh yes uh let's uh let's jump into today's stories after of course saying hello to those joining us in the chat box uh good morning to johnny to matt g to mac shine to red star to barry to martin to martin to Stephen, to glenn to temmy to Eamon, to bakery to stevie pj tom olawale lars maximia sweating merlo pj bruce louis jose damien and plenty more of you guys and girls thank you so much for joining me Really appreciate uh, everything uh, that you do to support the channel and everybody else as well. Right, uh, let's jump into today's stories, shall we? We start with Chris Kavanagh, who is set to take charge of Chelsea against Arsenal uh, in the Premier League on Saturday. Uh, Jared Gillett will be on VAR for the weekend. Um, And certainly looking forward to uh, what might be a really exciting, a very interesting uh, events because uh, Chelsea are confident, it's safe to say. There's a lot of Chelsea fans out there that are getting quite confident, getting a bit uh, happy uh, about what might uh, be on the horizon for them because they've won two games. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see what happens uh, and let's wait and see what's uh, 
going to take place. But I'm excited for what I'm excited to see what might happen because uh, Chelsea are a side that are a little bit of an unknown. Um, but what I don't want to see is more VAR controversy. There's more chaotic messes that can be seen within the Premier League. And I'm hoping that this international break has given the PGMOL time to reflect on their bad practices and their mistakes. And so hopefully we can have a errorless period. Haha. Yeah, because that's going to happen, I'm sure. Um, but speaking of uh, kind of Chelsea and Arsenal, there is one player that unites both teams. There's a couple of them, actually. But uh, Jorginho has been speaking uh, to Arsenal.com, talking about his time with Arsenal since arriving from Chelsea. He says, the way the club is now, it's amazing for the new players. I can't pick just one or two people who helped me when I arrived. So many did. Once I arrived here, the whole staff, the whole Arsenal family welcomed me so well. I'm talking not just about the players and the coaching staff, but the medical staff, the people working in the office. So many people. They all try to make things easier for us to just go on the pitch and do our job. It's a big, big family where everyone feels involved. And that's credit to the club, to Mikel, to Edu, for what they want to create. You can feel it's just special because when you have everyone together, it's a really, really nice feeling. And I think Jorginho has kind of been this key figure within the side through experience, through uh, you know, how much experience he does indeed have because of these, you know, what he's done in the game and the things he's achieved and the things that he's won. And it was a very astute piece of business by Arsenal ultimately in the end as well. The £12 million that they paid the club um, was was a hugely impressive deal, I think, to get done. And on the short-term contract that we had with an option for a further year, it, it protected Arsenal. It gave Arsenal the ability... Um, to, I think at least, um, to uh, kind of not have to worry about taking up a key space in the squad. that It didn't, it wouldn't stop them from going after a Declan Rice in the following transfer window, and they did that successfully. But I think Jorginho has been a really important piece of the, the squad. I know he made the mistake in the North London derby. I hear you, I get that, and that's frustrating, but players make mistakes, and ultimately I think he's been very consistent for Arsenal. And sticking with the game against Chelsea, Rhys James. There had been suggestions that Rhys James would indeed be ready and returning uh, for the game against Arsenal at the weekend. However, uh, suggestions are, uh, according to the very well-connected Nathan Gissing uh, of Demazio, he says that uh, Rhys James is now a doubt for Arsenal. He got an injury in training over 10 days ago and is currently training alone after a little bit of a, a setback. So, Certainly, uh, Rhys James has um, always been a figure of that Chelsea squad that you think is one of the better players in that group. He's one of the leaders, a, a potential captain for them as well. But uh, it's not confirmed that he'll be back. Whether he's back or not, though, I think Arsenal are very well placed to deal with Rhys James and his qualities. Arsenal have beaten Chelsea four times of the five times that Rhys James has featured in this clash, including an FA Cup final victory. And of course, including several wins like that 4-2 victory at Stamford Bridge when Ketty got a couple of goals as well. Um, and of course, we've we've seen Arsenal succeed really, really well at Stamford Bridge over the last few years. And I just feel like whether Rhys James is there or not, a fully fit Gabriel Martinelli, who he'll be going up against if he is indeed fit, will be too much of a test for him on Saturday. But let's wait and see what happens. I'm looking forward to the game and can't wait to see what happens. Um, now, Arsenal said reportedly to be considering a move for Ollie Watkins of Aston Villa. This comes from the notorious outlets of Fischajes, Uh, You may remember. Uh, let's get those Fs in the chat uh, because 
goodness me, uh, they do like to create some funny stories. But uh, certainly we are, as a news channel, going to discuss it. The idea, the perspective of Reece, uh, of Ollie Watkins sorry, joining Arsenal. Um, I kind of put this into the same bracket as Ivan Tony. I think Watkins and Tony are a very similar level in terms of striker. A uh, very similar age bracket as well. Capable of scoring 10-plus Premier League goals uh, across a season. I don't think that necessarily either player are the right choices um, for Arsenal. I think that both players can be upgraded upon and Arsenal could be looking to get uh, into a position whereby they sign a player that's going to evolve and develop into something even better than both of these players. So I'm not sure that the money that it would take to sign either um, Watkins or Tony makes it worth it. I think both of them are quite a similar case study uh, for the profile of striker that they are, for the level of goals that they would bring. Um, he's a decent striker, a very decent striker, a very good Premier League level striker. And he's only just on a brand new contract as well at Aston Villa, which would make any potential deal very difficult indeed. So, yes, uh, <laughs> you um, I, I'm so kind of done with the whole transfer thing, even though we are going to be closing on, on a new window. It feels like as soon as one window ends, another one soon starts to open and we can't help but talk about transfers. I hope the Arsenal squad gets to a place one day where transfers become obsolete and we never need to discuss them again. <laughs> but you know, as well as I do, that is never, ever, 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 ever going to happen. Right then, let's move to part two then and your questions right after this. Lovely stuff. Okay, let's jump into the chat box and tackle some of your questions, as many of them as we feasibly can. Byron says, how long have you been planning for that segue? A lot. Those listening on audio that didn't get to hear that, I'd suggest hopping over to YouTube because it was dramatic gold is what it was. Um, Alex says, Tom, did you see Benny Blanco give his reasons for coming home from the World Cup? In all honesty, I really don't blame him. What are your thoughts? I didn't uh actually let's have a let's have a quick check um i haven't seen anything to suggest that let me see if i can find ben white england uh let's see if indeed he's done an interview uh i can't find anything mate um i'm not seeing anything as a suggestion as an explanation uh so if you can tell me where i can find alex that information Feel free to send it my way, because I would love to. Uh, I would love to to be able to give it a read. Um, Dow says, uh, "Will Martinelli, Saka, and Saliba be fit? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, because Martinelli obviously is is returned already. He's played against um, Man City. Saliba was playing with kind of a, an ongoing issue, and hopefully should be fine as well. Saka is the big question, uh, and we won't know until Mikel Arteta's press conference on Friday to hear about that." as well. Uh, apparently there's some comments regarding Ben White up in the chat box. I can't if it requires me scrolling up to a ridiculously high height in the chat. Here we go. Um Blackshine says, is there any truth that Ben White left the World Cup camp because there were three others in front of him for his position and this is why he's never been selected again. He should start in my honest opinion. Um I can't say that I've seen that. Uh, it was on a fa Facebook fan page. The quotes were broken English, so unlikely to be true. Oh, thank you, Damien, for that. Yeah, I would really kind of wait until you get 
a confirmed source of information rather than potentially someone making up some stuff um, on social media. It's always better to hear it from the horse's mouth, as they say. So let's wait and see what will happen. Um, Boss says, uh, you should get the Scarlet Red Box and XLR mic. That would 100% fix the problem. Uh, Boss, send me a DM on socials to send me any information for that. I'm looking at investing in whatever's going to help me to do this. Uh, Maximia says, speaking of Tony, what's your opinion about the way media and some channels have been treating the betting scandal? Tony versus Tonali. Apparently, Tonali is battling an addiction while Tony... Uh, is the devil. I have seen, obviously, those claims. I'm not sure the Tonali betting thing. Was Tonali betting on football? Because um, obviously there's a, there is a difference. Um, ever so slight. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever so slight, it's quite a significant difference actually. Because if you're if you're betting on football in football, um, then you're going to face a ban. If you're betting on other things, um, it's I believe that it's different. I believe you are allowed to bet on other things. I know that is it Fagioli, the Italian uh, player, has been banned for seven months as well. But you'd have to give me some extra information on this to know what um it is if the reports if it is indeed that tonali has bet on football and betting on ac milan games as i can see some of you guys in the chat box which i personally haven't been able to read in the last 24 hours and there isn't a ban then it is without a doubt hypocrisy it is without a doubt ridiculous to suggest that tonali is somehow different to tony the incidents would be exactly the same uh, and should therefore face the exact same punishment. Um, so you guys in the chat box are saying that he's been betting on AC Milan games, in which case should face exactly the same punishment as Tony and should be, um, you know, it should be discussed in the same level. You know, t- um, Ivan Tony was and has, I believe, admitted to having a gambling addiction and that was what led to those, um, led to the incident. If that's the same for... Tonali, then without a doubt, should face the same scrutiny. And and to be honest, from my perspective, you know, and I've always, and I hope that you guys have, have sinned, I've remained very consistent about how I've said, for me, the betting thing with Tony is, is separate to my scrutiny of him as a player, to the issues behind the scenes of some of the off-field videos that have gone around during his, uh, a couple of years ago. I've treated the betting thing very separately. Like, if if someone has an addiction to something, they need to get help with that. You know, they need to get the the right support to, to help them get over what is a very serious thing and that can grip hold of of anybody um so hopefully both tonali and tony 
get the help that they need in those relevant um, things because, you know, but in regards to if there's any difference of treatment in the two, it's unacceptable. Um, and both should face the same level of scrutiny, the same level of um, punishment based upon their actions um, with no differentiating features. The only reason, and I, obviously this comes from ignorance, is that I hadn't seen what Tonali had actually been done for regarding betting. But if you guys are telling me that it is indeed a football-related betting, then he should absolutely face the same level of um, punishment. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Amanda says, Tom, you got a feel for Neymar getting another injury, but does this open up a squat for Martinelli in the Brazil squad? Maybe. Um, Neymar can play on, obviously, either flank, and you'd imagine that he'd be playing alongside the likes of Vinicius and Richarlison and play, be playing behind Richarlison. Um, but maybe it does open up an opportunity for Martinelli, which isn't necessarily a good thing because the more minutes that Martinelli plays, the more likely he is to get injured. Uh, Paul says, do you think that Partey will start on Saturday? Hopefully. Uh, a good friend of ours, Mike McDonald, uh, on social media, I believe, was was at um, the Ghana game or wherever um, Ghana were playing. And uh, they played against the United States, did they not? I think the United States played a 4-0 win uh, over Ghana. Thomas Partey started that game, did come off uh, once again as a substitute. But Mike uh, McDonald on social media saying that he managed to speak to Partey. There was actually a photo of his son with Thomas Partey, so I wouldn't distrust that. And they asked him whether or not he was fit, and he said, yes, fully fit. So that's positive, uh, at least. And uh, so hopefully, yes, we should see Partey start um, against Chelsea as well. Um, Derek says, Tom, it looks like everyone's coming back from international duty injury-free. Everyone touch wood immediately, Derek. Don't be tempting fate like that, fella. Uh, do we go full strength on Saturday, or will Arteta tinker with the team again? I don't think he should. Uh, this can be a bit of a banana skin game. I think that we should be going um, as strong as possible against Chelsea. I think that it should be, you know, we'll do our preview show probably tomorrow. Um, so those members in the Discord server will be looking to do that um, preview show probably about five o'clock tomorrow. Um, yeah, very interesting to see who we go for. But I think we should be going as starting uh, as highly as possible. Uh, Dow says, I know you really rate Sesco. He has had a slow start to the season. What numbers do you want to see from him to make him worth it investing in him? Again, it's not always about raw numbers. You know, people so quickly look and kind of grab raw numbers and use that as kind of a measuring stick for players. Ivan Tony is, is talked about as a 20-goal-a-season striker when that, in reality that's not true because he got six penalties, of course. It's more about watching the player and watching what you think that they can achieve by moving to Arsenal. What can Mikel Arteta change or develop or get from that player? It's about looking for the signs, looking for the foundation to build upon from those players. And I look at a player like Sesco and I look at a player like uh, Boniface and I look at a player like... Um, Santiago Jimenez, and uh, there's one other player as well uh, that skipped my mind, Evan Ferguson. Um, and you look at those players and you look at what their potential is. You look at what you could mould them into. And, and that's what's most important, I think, when it comes to discussing the type of player that I'd like to see Arsenal sign. Tony Watkins, these are players that are in their prime, that are kind of the finished articles um, of what you're going to get. And so you're not necessarily going to get too much more. Even by moving to Arsenal, I know the the easy theory is that, well, they'll be playing with better players, so they'll do better. Well, that's not true. If you look at someone like Leandro Trossard, for instance, is he now a better player playing with better players? No, he's doing exactly what he did at Brighton because he came during that uh, prime years of his career. Um, so it's not the way that it works always, that a player that will immediately join a better team will play better. It's not a guarantee at all. You know, look at Tony in the Brentford system. It's a system that is you know, designed to bottleneck kind of the, the chances through him. So, 
yeah, it's always about looking at what the foundation is of those players rather than just looking at, oh, well, if he gets 16 goals, it's fine. No, it's not. That's not the way that it works. Um, let's go to. Um, Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Darren says, Tom, I read on X that the suggestions was made by TalkSport that a sin bin be introduced for a player abuse of referees. Do you think this is a valid idea or wishful thing? I think it's an excellent idea because I think that a yellow card sometimes is not enough. But what I would say is that I think sin bins are certainly something that I'm in favour of, especially for like we call them orange cards, which are like a, an incident that's too strong for a yellow, but not enough to validate a red card. And I think that a sin bin would be a really good idea. The problem is, is that we have seen referees, in my opinion, get too much protection um, of late and that football players are getting books for incidents which are not worthy and are really quite pathetic. Like, I think there was a moment of Ollie McBurney got a yellow card playing for Sheffield United for just asking the referee a question as um, as the Sheffield United coach Heckingbottom described. Like, these things can't happen. And you can't be seeing players get simbin because, you know, because of the pride of an official, which is something that I think... I like the idea. I think it's a potential option. But I think ultimately at the moment, referees are far too powerful and too, far too empowered in some ways to, uh, to implement that effectively. Um, Arsenal Avengers says, Tom, does Chelsea fans' confidence warrant us to play them like how we played City or can we play more free-flowing football? I think we can play more of our style that we've been playing so far this season. I don't think it will require the type of football that we played against City. I think we should be more attacking. Ah, there we go. TGC sneezing again. Uh, Fouad says, Tom, if Tonali gets suspended in Italy, does that carry over to the Premier League? Yes, it should do. It should do because I believe that Trippier's ban carried over for Atletico Madrid. Um, let me have a quick look. I'm pretty sure that he did. Um, the Atletico Madrid and England defender Trippier has been suspended for 10 weeks. There you go. So, um, yes, he was banned in Spain, uh, Trippier. So I'm assuming that Tonali would also be banned in England as well. Uh, Harish says, with all the creativity around the team, do we really need a target man uh, type profile. In my opinion, we need to get a guy with the pace and great movement profiles like Vardy, any names. Um, well, I think that, you know, I, I agree with you. I don't think a plan B target man centre forward is necessarily the way forwards. I think it's an option. And I think that we we could benefit from adding some height, maybe with pace. You know, you look at Hoyland, for instance, who's got, and Haaland, of course, both of them got the attributes of a tall forward, but can be very quick and dynamic in behind as well. Maybe we should be looking for somebody like that, which is why I like Benjamin Sesko. because I think he, he's got a lot of the characteristics of, of that as well. But there are other options out there. Do we go for a Vardy type? I wouldn't be against the idea of going for someone with pace, but we don't necessarily play, you know, a system which is tailored to an Abamyang. you know, and that's why Abamyang started to fail. Legend says, what about the Stuttgart centre-forward, which, of course, is um, Serhu Gerasi? Now, the Guinean international has scored 13 goals in seven Bundesliga games. But again, he's 27 years of age. He's never had a season quite like this. And I just feel as though that it's one of those kind of, you know, one season wonder situations where you get a decent move after scoring a lot of goals. And then it doesn't necessarily work out the way that you thought it might do. You think about Licardio when he joined uh, Brighton or you think about... Um, uh, Skamaka joining West Ham. You know, it doesn't necessarily guarantee you that these players are going to work out just because they scored a lot of goals. And I think that maybe Galassi falls into that category. But I do need to watch more of the guy as well. He's also 
outperforming his XG by nearly double. His XG is 7.2 and he scored 13 goals. So, you know, can that be maintained? We'll have to wait and see, I guess. Uh, we are going to end the show there. Sorry for it being slightly shorter than usual, but uh, I've got things to do today. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Very much appreciate your time. Um, apologies for the slight audio issues at the beginning. I'm going to try and get those sorted out um, still. Uh, I might be heading to the Apple Store today, potentially. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It's very much appreciated. I hope that you've had a fantastic time um, and that you will continue to watch the channel. Um, I look forward to bringing you the preview show tomorrow. We'll, of course, be back with the usual 8 a.m. show as well. And then it's Chelsea time. We might have a podcast on Saturday night because, of course, uh, we are. I'll be at home because I won't be at the game, uh, which isn't the best of omens, but who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope that you've had a fantastic start to your weeks and that the end of your week is also just as nice. See you later. Have a great day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.